the college basketball experience final four pick show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. Yes, what are you doing this Saturday? You're watching the Final Four. Well, come watch it. You don't need to listen listen to Nance. You can come watch it with us. Put it on mute because me stacking the money green, real money Kramer will be live all day doing some play by play, doing a little bit of this, did a little bit of that. We got uh, you know, live betting will be going on. We're going to give away some prizes. You got it covered. Uh, so make sure you check it out. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Also uh, make sure to fill out uh, our listener survey for a chance to win a hundred dollar SGPN gift card. Just go to sports gambling slash survey. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Watch an NIT classic. What a great NIT we had. Cannot wait for next year at Hinkle Fieldhouse. But perhaps you're sitting there wondering who the hell you're listening to, which is a good question because, well, my name is Colby Swing Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. <laughs> oh, man. Only three games left. Teardrop. Teardrop. Subscribe youtube.com slash the college experience. You can watch the show. We ain't going away if the season's going away. We gotta talk about coaches, conference changes, you know, realignment, conference races, the transfer portal's got eleven hundred people or twelve hundred people in it. We ain't stopping. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin host of the NFL gambling podcast host of the Ryan and rush. I give you Ryan McIntyre. What's up, brother? What is going on? Hey, uh, how about the mean green getting it done in the NIT grant McCaslin, most likely the last game there in Denon, Texas. And he's going to Lubbock now 
new Big Twelve coach. Let's go. I mean, what a way to go out! Like I got it yep. right, but um, what a game! That was a great game. I I didn't want to hit live until that game was resolved. Uh, we are joined by a special guest. Uh, and I've, I've been very, you know, I've been wanting to get this guy on the show. He writes college basketball for uh, SGPN sports gambling podcast.com. Get the SGPN app free to download in the app store and Google play store. Uh, but he also is the host of the MLS gambling podcast. So college basketball fan, he's also killing it with the MLS gambling podcast, which you should be subscribed to right now, folks. All right. I give you Jacob Reb. How you doing brother? Hello, hello! I am so excited to be here. Uh, and now, college. Uh, uh, now that college basketball is ending, MLB starting. I'll be writing MLB for SGPN. So keep an eye out. Had an opening day sweep today, three and zero. Not a bad way to start the season. And the new MLS Gambling Podcast just dropped like two minutes ago, right before we started this. So glad to oh. be here. Ready to drop some Final Four knowledge on you guys. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. Yeah. Well, Let's thanks go. for thanks. Th- everyone, go. Everyone, go check out. Get the SGP out. Check out. Check out his, uh, his his writing and also the MLS gambling podcast. And obviously, the guy went three and zero. Give him a follow. Give him a follow. Oh, <laughs> I got, we got that right there at Pick Management on Twitter. Look at me. Look at sophisticated Colby over here. I like it. Sitting there typing up this shit. All right. Look at this. <laughs> um, no man, I, I, I I'm excited to have you on the show. I've read some of your articles, and I know you're knowledgeable about college basketball, which I can always appreciate. And uh, I know your friend with our friend Hoops Peterson, who I will be on actually later tonight. So folks, check out Vison later tonight. I'll be talking college hoops, talking a little XFL, all that good stuff. Uh, but here we are, guys. Three games left. Three games left. Coaching hires are going left and right. NIT is a wrap. I I mean, is this what it, is, I feel like? It's like sending your kid off. You know what I mean? First day of college here. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like, come on, fuck! I only have three games left. What am I supposed to do? Well, you got you got other sports going, but damn it! I you know I I college football doesn't do this. To, I mean, look, college football I love, but it's not every single night. So I get in this routine of every night I'm jamming out episodes, and then all of a sudden it stops. And I'm like a drug addict without the drugs. I'm just like, you know, what am I doing here? I load up old games, kind of, kind of fills the void. But uh, anyway, guys, uh, Final Four is here. I, I feel like a broken record here, but I'm gonna ask this question in case we have new new listeners. Uh, what do you make of the Final Four in general this year, Mac? Absolutely fantastic. I, and I, I tweeted out last night: if you don't like this Final Four, go watch the Load Management League. I mean. This is this is the best kind of final four ever in terms of parity for our game. You got two teams in one semifinal that are combined 66 and 9. And everybody's like these teams aren't any good. I'm like, "What are you talking about? These two teams have only lost 9 games combined since November 7th. UConn, Ken Palm wise is the number 1 team in the country and probably has the highest ceiling. And then obviously Miami has Larinaga, future Hall of Famer. So, this is a good final four. I'm excited. Uh, I mean, yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, Jacob, what do you, what do you make of this final four in general, uh, in all your years of watching college basketball and this year and what it presents? I don't know. It's been a nightmare college basketball, March madness for me. Uh, you know, honestly, I had San Diego state out in the first round losing to Carl to Charleston. That Charleston was my dark horse. FAU was my other one. So I had that going, but, uh, I didn't have high hopes for San Diego state and I am really shocked to see them here. Uh, I think it's, uh, 
big difference between them and FAU. And uh, I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be the game to watch. Uh, I really like UConn here against Miami, uh, but yeah, it's been a hell of a tournament. Yeah, it's been. An, I mean, as far as like actual great games, and maybe you sure. know, I think only one buzzer beater. But fuck, I mean, uh, for great game's sake, it has just been so many good games. I, I think it's the, the best tournament we've had in quite a yeah. while, at least. But I, I, I look at the Final Four, and I love it. I, you know, I was on ESPN Missoula today, hitting our Montana demographic. You know, and uh, and they were asking me. It was funny. They were saying, "Isn't this bad for the sport?" And I was like, <laughs> "No." No, for for Joe Schmo that somewhat dips his 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 face in college basketball, maybe. But you know what? Fuck him. All right, I don't care. All right, I like. Look for the people that watch college basketball every day. This is fantastic. All right, care less about oh CBS presence going to be upset with the with the television ratings because they're small schools. Fuck him. I don't care. You know what I mean? Unless he wants to give me a job, man. You know, you want to <laughs> offer me a couple mil. I'll, uh, I'll broadcast that game. But anyway, um, uh, you see my point though, is it's like, I feel like everyone is, is, is making this out to be a negative. I think this is a positive. I mean, am I crazy Jacob? Well, I think it's really great for the, the smaller conferences and smaller schools out there. You know, uh, we've seen a lot of, you know, smaller schools have some great success this year, like conference USA, um, and, you know, mid-major schools. Uh, and, and because of that, I think it's great for the sport. Uh, you know, it's giving, you know, the trade portal we're seeing now with the new rules, people moving all over the place. And it's going to, you know, I think open up some of the competition in college basketball for some of these smaller schools to really start dominating. I mean, how often do we get to see Gonzaga get blown out by 30 points? Yeah. 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 And, and I think clearly we should have had, you know, multiple conference USA teams in there. I think it's a positive that that college basketball has this Mac. I mean, what would you say if you were if if they had asked you that question on on uh, and shout out to to our good friends at ESPN Missoula? I'm not trying to bag you. I'm just saying they asked me that question. Uh, uh, Mac, what would you say to that? No, it's I, like I said, this is the best tournament in, in a while. I mean, since like I mean, everybody remembers the George Masons, the VCU's, the Loyola Chicago's, the teams that have gone on runs. And we should have had more conference USA teams. We talked about how if Jelly Walker was healthy from the get-go, that this team would have had a chance to be an at-large team. Clearly, North Texas was good enough as well. I I, I don't get that whole narrative that these these teams suck. It's like yeah. Florida Atlantic just beat Memphis, Tennessee, and Kansas State. How can you say that they don't I, deserve to be in the I final mean, four? I mean, San Diego State just beat Alabama, beat the shit out of them too. I mean, physically dominated them, and then beat Creighton, who's really good too. It's I like, mean, they have thirty over thirty wins. To me, that's not a gimmick. Both of them, you know what yes. I mean? Like, you've been good the whole year. Now, sure, yes. we might have faded you in March or or whatever. Doesn't Matt? Doesn't mean you weren't a good team the entire season. So, yep. uh, yeah, I agree. So. Uh, all right. Well, look, we're just going to hop into it, I guess. Uh, I mean, unless you want to touch base on anything off season news, because I feel like, you know, we only have two games to cover here. Now we'll, yeah. we're going to talk over and under and what we think on each game and how, how it will go. But uh, is there anything Mac that we should note? Um, I know the portal is absolutely fucking crazy right now. I feel I I'm afraid to like sign into Twitter because it's just like, <laughs> Oh, Posh Alexander. Oh, he's a damn good player. Oh, you know, and it's just like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just information overload. It's information overload. I had to tell my wife, I was like, I got to turn, I got to go to airplane mode and no notifications. You ever accidentally go into airplane mode for like a week? I've done that before. <laughs> I've done that before for like four days. I'm like, damn, my brother said he hit me up. He never hit me up. 
And then it turned out it was just me being an idiot. Cause I was in airplane mode, but it's actually <laughs> like the best thing that you can do with your life. Uh, you know, at certain points of the season, like the, the fact the season's ending, like it's actually, yep. I, I highly recommend like four days in airplane mode, live like it's like 19 fucking 85. You know what I mean? Like you, you just <laughs> no internet. You're just like, huh, it's a nice day out today. I think I'll have a Capri sun. You know what Your I mean? Text got lost so, in the yeah. cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, any day is a good day for a Capri sun. There <laughs> <you go. laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Well, look, I guess, I guess we'll just jump right in to these awesome Awesome games Saturday. You want to talk? Uh, What's that? Do you want to talk coaches real quick? Sure, we can do that. I like, like to for, get. Uh, I, I, yeah. I like. I like for the fans to hear us rattle about. You know, we could talk anything. We could talk best Nintendo <laughs> games. We could talk. You know, I, really anything. I, I finally saw Cocaine Bear. We could do an analysis there. But uh, uh, yeah, coaching. Coaching news. So what? You got Mike Rhodes leaves VCU for Penn yep. State. I'm a bit shocked he made that move. I understand it's a lot more money, so I guess yeah. I shouldn't be shocked. But at the same time, uh, I I feel like if he waited another year, he might have had some better opportunities. Because I don't look at Penn State as like a uh, well, just a great place for uh, you know building basketball culture. I think it's actually like you, you got your work cut out for you. Um, yeah. What What'd you make of that hire? What'd you make of that hire, yeah. Mac? It's interesting because he's hopping on at like an all-time high. Uh, Michael Shrewsbury did a great job there, and obviously got them to the tournament. But it'll be interesting to see what he does recruiting-wise because Ace Baldwin just went in the portal. We talked about the transfer portal. So does Ace Baldwin follow him from Richmond all the way up to State College? Um, and then the other the other aspect, who's replacing uh, Mike Rhodes is uh, Ryan Odom. From oh, Utah I love that. State back on the East Coast. That made sense. I'll be honest. Yeah. When, when when Odom took the Utah State job, I was a bit, I was a bit perplexed. You know, I understand it was a better gig than UMBC, so I'm like, okay, get your get paid. But I didn't. You know, he had spent his whole life in like the Atlantic Coast, so I was like, wow, yeah. life in Logan. Uh, Jacob, what do you, what do you make of uh, both those uh, coaching hires by Penn State and VCU? Uh, well, you know, you you, you got to get you know, the, the best that's out there. And I think that's Penn State, Penn State's trying to do. I mean, overall as an athletic school as a whole, they're trying to build their programs across the board. And I can see through wanting to get a bit of an upgrade. Uh, and honestly, I haven't taken a look at the other move yet. I've been so swamped today. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. full disclosure, I have not taken a look at the other one. So right on, right on. Yep. Well, well uh, you, you basically say that one sucks, um, but uh, okay. Uh, no, I'm fucking with you. Um, and then, and then what we, we saw uh, Abdul Rahim from Kennesaw state, the brother of Sharif Abdul Rahim uh, landed at South Florida. I thought that yep. was a good hire. Kennesaw State was a fun watch this whole year. I kind of wanted him to stay at Kennesaw State because I still believe South Florida. I've never met a fan of the South Florida Bulls in, in my life, and I know they. I remember when they went to like the Sweet Sixteen like fifteen years ago. But I still don't think I've ever met a South Florida fan in my life. Um, but you know, I think it's a good hire. I think he's a good basketball coach. But uh, wait, so he was hired there. What else do we have? We're waiting on McCaskill. I'm assuming is going to be named Texas Tech's head coach. Mark yep. Madsen it, goes to Cal. I mean, which is interesting because he played at Stanford. So like the arch rivals, that's that's some Benedict stuff right there. It's uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, I got you covered here, sort of. If if I knew my soundboard, but uh, uh, and I'll probably get a one star review. But I look forward to those. I look forward to those, but I cannot find my shotgun sound. Damn it. 
this, this thing moved across. I'll just play uh hold on. I think, I think I'm close to this right now. Um, but uh, my point is, is that uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, but uh, I was surprised when you go through history, Bo Schembechler is an Ohio state guy. So sometimes this stuff uh, happens. I can't find my shotgun sound. The, the one-star review will have to wait um, because I don't know if you guys remember this, uh, but last year doing college football, when uh, when Malik Heath, who was a wide receiver for Mississippi State, and Mike Leach, who's a friend of ours, rest in peace, to great coach Leach, uh, he, you know who's the biggest rival in Mississippi State? It's Ole Miss, and he left. He started for Mississippi State. It's not like a situation where he got benched. He started for Mississippi State and he left for Ole Miss. So on on the Mississippi State preview. When I heard that, I went like this. And then I got like three one-star reviews over a course of like a week because they said like, this is ridiculous that you would judge this guy on this standards. This is just looking for a better opportunity. Yeah. And he can go anywhere else, but not fucking Ole Miss. All right. Come on. You can go anywhere. Just don't go to your arch rivals. Now and, that- and, uh, and, the, and Trevor in the chat makes a good point. Oh, sorry. Coca booger does Jared Haas <laughs> at Stanford played at Cal. So you got Benedicting from both sides. You got the former Cal player coaching Stanford. You got the former Stanford player coaching Cal. The band is on the field. The band's on the court right now. I don't know what the hell's going on. Fucking so so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. That is insane. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all confused now. I don't know what this to do. Is straight. Yeah. I don't know what to talk about now. You know what I mean? That's just, I'm all mixed up, but Mark, it's probably a good hire, but I, I mean, I would be weary, you know, just because you had Mark Fox, you're going with another Mark, things aren't working. You got to just maybe try something different, but he did yeah. a damn good job at Utah Valley. I mean, Utah Valley yeah. was a covering machine for us. So we love Utah Valley and uh, we wish Madsen the best, I guess. I don't know. Uh, all right, folks, before we get into the actual games, cause that's all the hires, right? We have, I mean, I know there's, nope, you got one more. Who, who am I forgetting? Who is, who is Larry Negus point guard at George Mason? The final. Oh, four how did I forget this one? Tony skin. He's Tony going back skin. to Mason. Yes. Yes. He was uh oh man. Jim Larry old. He's a Mason graduate. Yep. Going back to George Mason. Great hire. I love to see this one go Tony skin. And uh, start your football program, George Mason. Uh, all right, look. Before we jump into these actual games, I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet's now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for WinBet's Win Hour each Thursday from five to six p.m. Eastern Time during win- WinBet's Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And well, March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the Final Four and the Big Dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars. Limited to state availability, of course. Uh, but also for our DJs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you can get a thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to WinBet.com or download the WinBet app today. Offer oh, something to James Terms and Conditions, winbet.com must be 200 or older present state where Winbet is available. If you or somebody you knows a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by the SGP Masters. Yeah. 
Looking to hang out with Stacking the Money Green and Ryan Real Money Kramer of the Sports Gambling Podcast at Stadium Swim in Las Vegas. You'll be hanging out and you'll be watching the biggest golf tournament in the world. Come on. You can win a three night stay at Circle Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on the room using uh, the promo code SGP15. Rasa brought to you by SGP Final Four Watch Party. Yes, come hang out with myself here uh, and Stack of the Money Green and Real Money Kramer because we're going to be giving you some play by play, some live bets, prize giveaways, and much, much more this Saturday for the entire Final Four Saturday over at uh, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. So make sure you tune in and remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Florida Atlantic take it on San Diego State. 309 on the West, 609 on the East in Houston, Texas. San Diego State's laying two and a half. The over under is at 131 and a half that I'm seeing right now. Mac, what are you doing? And what are you doing on the total? Definitely like the under. I think this is a rock fight in a football stadium. So four yards in a cloud of dust in this game with these guards and the physicality. I think. I think it's important to see who the referees are too, because if they let these guys play, this might be a first of fifty wins. Just with the way that San Diego State mucks these games up. I man, I've gone back and forth on this one. I think this game, this is going to be a tightly contested game. I'm going to lean to the experience of San Diego State. Uh, Matt Bradley, I think finally makes some shots for him. I mean, we talked about the other night, he's six of what his last 30. I think he finally comes through. Tramel's been great. Butler lady. I mean, Parrish. I, I think they grind this game out and they make their foul shots down the stretch to cover this thing um, and get it done and move on to the Monday championship. Yeah. I think that's such an interesting thing when you dive in, you know, they play at the faster pace Florida Atlantic does. Uh, much faster pace than San Diego State, um, and and they shoot the three so much better than San Diego State. But San Diego State defends the three better than Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, they they rebound the ball surprisingly a lot better than San Diego State, which is crazy because you consider like they kind of play a lot of guards. Um, you know they're the better passing team than San Diego State, but then you know and actually they chart better defensively. Now I don't know, I don't know if that means they're the better defensive team. Cause you know, San Diego state played like the Maui tournament, uh, you know, sometimes it could be analytics can be a little bit of a bullshit uh, to a yeah. certain extent. Um, uh, I'm fascinated by this matchup. I have a hard time picking it too, but, but how about you, Jacob, what are you doing here total wise? And, and what's, what, what are you liking for the game? Sure. Now, Colby, you said, you know, San Diego state is good at defending the three. They're not just good at defending the three. They're the nation's second best three point defense team. Uh, and with FAU averaging about 10 point, uh, 10 threes a game, uh, if you know, they can defend that three, that's going to really hurt them. Um, you know, scoring wise. The one thing FAU likes to do is they will run with their opponent. They would, they, one thing that we've seen them do is play to the style that their opponent is. So if you want to run, they'll run. If you want to play defense and, and muck it up, that's what they'll do. But I think if they want to play to San Diego state style, they're going to run into trouble. Uh, like Max said, they're the more experienced team. Um, I think they're more physical. Uh, and because of that, um, I think FAU is going to run into a, a buzzsaw here with San Diego State. And I think San Diego State is going to advance. I was wrong on my first call with them. 
I had them going out in the first round, but they've made me believers in this tournament. So I really like them here. Um, uh, I like them to cover too. Uh, the, the, the three and uh, on the total, I'm on the under as well. Uh, like I said, I think uh, San Diego State's going to muck it up. Um, we saw what they did to Creighton. Uh, really, really aggravated them a lot, the whole game, their style of play. Um, and I don't think FAU has the experience to be able to deal with that. If Creighton, which was a deep team with a lot of experience, couldn't, and uh, other people we've seen them run through, um, I think FAU's Cinderella story ends here. Do you think it would be a blowout though? Is that, or do you kind of, I kind of got the feeling like you thought it might be a blowout. Uh, uh, I, I think honestly, I, I could see a double digit win for San Diego state here. Um, I really do think that they have the ability. I think if it comes down to free throws at the end too, so we get some foul late game fouling, I could see him maybe up six, a couple late fouls and that gets them to double digits. Wow. Uh, you know, <laughs> guys, I'm on the under. I'm on San Diego State, which means we're, there's no way we're we're fucking hitting. Oh yeah, this, we're all right? losing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way we're hitting this now. It's gonna uh, be a shootout. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I think the fact that it's at that football stadium, uh, that filthy football stadium in Houston, and the fact that the fact that normally you know you don't have great shooting performances in those in those arenas, I, I feel like this is definitely going to be a rock fight. And then you add in the fact that both teams are really elite defensively. San Diego State's so poised. You saw it in the Alabama game. Even if they go down eight or nine, I feel like they'll be fine. And we saw the same thing happen with FAU in the Tennessee game. You know, they were down, I feel like six, seven, even eight at times. And they hung around, they hung around. But, and so I think this is just a shoe in for a rock fight. The unders got to play. I'm all over San Diego state because I really believe when you, when you look back at that Memphis game, I do think Memphis is the one team that probably should have beat FAU. And you know, when I look at what that team was, the Memphis Tigers this year, they were super experienced. They were super athletic. What is, what is San Diego state? Super experienced, super athletic. If anything, they play uh, a lot better. They're, they're even better as, as a team than Memphis. But uh, I think, you know, they got past Memphis. It worked out for them. I think San Diego state catches up to them, but I think this is going to be a one, a one or two possession game. I think at like the four minute mark, I'm going to be sitting there sweating saying, fuck, am I going to pull this out? You know, cause I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bet, you know, even though I don't feel when it gets to the final four folks, I, yeah, yeah, I bet, bet the hell out of it. Even though I don't feel like this is like, you could talk me like if I have another whiskey, the fucking janitor at this place could probably talk me into taking Florida Atlantic. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so, so I'm going to bet heavy here, but I'm going with the Aztecs and I'm definitely paranoid that all three of us agreed on the fucking total and the fact we're all taking San Diego state. Um, Hey Colby, if I could just touch on one thing, if you were looking for another bet to make on this, you want to sure. keep an eye on something live. Um, I would take a look at the matchup between Nathan Mensa and Vladislav Golden, uh, the two big men for each team. I think if uh, I think if Nathan Mensa is really bullying uh, Vladislav down low, uh, maybe take a look at hitting San Diego State live again. I think that's going to uh, really depend a lot on you know what happens down low in the rebound game. And I think if he's bullying them down there, I think that's going to say a lot to what San Diego State's going to do in the game. So keep an eye on it early to maybe rebet San Diego State. I like it. I like it. And, and especially if San Diego state gets down because I feel like San Diego state having all that experience together, I actually like them if they get down to come back more likely than I do Florida Atlantic. Now sure. what I am concerned about, I, I, I'm not even concerned, I guess, but I'm just, you know, 
I'm thinking about the matchups, you know, uh, all the time. I'm in the morning eating my fucking cereal, and I'm like, who's gonna guard John L. Davis? You know what I mean? Like, who do you think they're gonna match up on on Davis? Because I think he's really the the gas that makes this this Florida Atlantic team go. Whether even and sometimes it's not even on the uh, him making baskets. It's him grabbing an offensive rebound. It's him finding a way to get the other guy in foul trouble or taking a charge. Uh, I'm curious, Mac. What do you think? What do you think their approach will be? I know San Diego. Both these teams, by the way, incredibly deep. So uh, it it's going to be fascinating to see the matchups. Um, but who do you think? Who do you think Dutcher puts on 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 uh, Davis essentially? Probably Bradley, just because of his size. But like San Diego State switches a lot of things. I just think that from a physicality standpoint and experience that they're able to. Whoever it is, they're so dialed into the scouting report. We saw with Alabama, they knew they knew every single little thing that Alabama was going to do, whether the guy was right, left, what hand he was going to wipe his ass with. I mean, they were all over everything. Uh, San Diego State against Alabama. That I, I just think that they're going to be so dialed into John L. Davis and uh, Elijah Martin that I, I just think that they'll be able to wear down the Owls throughout this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fascinated. Like, I'm fascinated by this matchup. I really am. I think. I mean, this is by far, and I I want to see the other game too. But this one, this one, it's I've great. been swaying back and forth on all week as far as like, man, I could see them pulling that off. Oh, okay, yeah. But at the end of the day, I think the more ex- you know, we've seen this actually in like the past five March Madnesses. I feel like experience pays. Now. FAU is still experienced because those guys have been with the program like three years, but they're still sophomores because the COVID eligibility and the, and the red shirt rule. Right. But uh, I think San Diego state is more experienced. So I'm going to go with that. I also believe that uh, they win this game. You know, they can also have a party for the PAC 12 or big 12, because I think, I think they're going to be in one of the two, one of the two they're going to be in very shortly. I would even say by the time football season kicks off, I would I would put like minus two hundred on the fact that that San Diego State's going to be in the Power Five or you know the quote unquote Power Five uh, by then. Um, the Pac-12 better not fuck that one up. If they fuck that one up, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like fired. Yep. Now, lucky, luckily for the Pac-12, they don't have uh, Larry Scott because Larry Scott would fuck that up. He yeah. would. I guarantee you, he'd probably give a probably like, oh, you know, I think. Uh, I think San Diego, the Toreros, they they probably probably fit more of our more of our grades. Our, you know, the I feel brand. like ac- academically they fit in with the model of the Pac-12. Yeah, academics ain't paying for that fucking TV contract, buddy. All right, skit San Diego State in there now. And I had someone in the I had someone in the uh, on the YouTube comments the other day said San Diego State's incredibly hard to get into. I double checked that because they were ridiculing my comment. No, not true. Not true. Now it's gotten better academically from say 15 years ago, but it's still, it's still no Stanford or something, buddy. So uh, you're full (laughs) of shit. You know what I mean? And uh, (laughs) all right, let's hop on over to the other game here. 549 PM on the West 849 on the East Miami hurricanes, Jimmy Laranaga. What a story. Weekend of Bernie's three is being made right before our eyes, people. Uh, they're in Houston, Texas, once again, because that's where the whole Final Four is. The Yukon Huskies, Dan Hurley, and they've been a great story. I've been looking like a fool betting against them. 
Uh, but the Huskies are back in the Big East where they're supposed to be. They're laying five and a half against the Miami Hurricanes. First, before we dive into this, I thought this line would be eight, seven and a half, eight, maybe even eight and a half. Am I crazy that the line is five and a half, Jacob? What would you set this line at? Um, I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, we've seen UConn be favored by like I think it's nine and a half, four, three and a half, and two and a half so far this tournament. They've won each of those games by more than 15 points. We've seen them win by 24, 23, and 28. Uh, they've been running through competition. Um, and I really think that um, Miami is in trouble here. Um, I think this is going to be the, the end of the run for them. Uh, they don't have the depth. They don't have the size. Uh, UConn is just the better overall team and has been for a while. I get the run that Miami went on. I get their regular season, but um, this UConn team has really just been dominant since they had that little lull in the middle of the season where they lost like five or six, something like that. Um, they've just been really dominant all across the board. And uh, I think this is uh, UConn um, all the way. Yeah. What do you like on that 149 total too? Oh, I'm sorry on the total. Uh, no, you're like good. You're good. I yeah, didn't yeah, ask I like you that. The, yeah. But uh, yeah, I like the over here uh, for sure. Um, I think uh, UConn puts up at least 80. Um, and I think, uh, I think Miami does their part. Um, I think it'll be closer, uh, closer, you know, uh, towards halftime. And I think UConn will pull away towards the end of the game, which is going to push it towards the over. So, uh, yeah, I'm on the over here on the over on the Yukon Huskies money line. UConn, yeah. Yukon spread too. Yeah. I'm covering I'm taking yeah. on the points. Yeah. Lay in the five and a half, uh, you know, on the over as well, Mac. Do you agree with Jacob? And uh, what are you doing in this game? Essentially, on both uh, the total and and uh, the game. Uh, I'm actually on the under just because I think UConn's rim protection. It, Miami the other day didn't really shoot a bunch of threes. They kind of just kept driving the ball. They got the benefit of the whistle down the stretch. I don't think that they're going to be able to score at the rim really well against Sonogo and Klingon. I definitely, I'm definitely on UConn here. I, I kind of been on UConn for a couple of weeks now. I just think this is a bad matchup for Miami. Um, I think if Dylan DeSue had played for Texas, that really would have bothered them in, in the interior, especially with uh, Omir getting in foul trouble. I just don't see how Omir can take on kind of like we uh, touched on with Clay or uh, Timmy, how Timmy just got worn down by the uh, duo of uh Sonogo and Klingon. I, I just think that they wear down Amir and I'm going to take UConn. I think they pull away late and they're going to be playing for their fifth national championship in 25 years on Monday night. Unbelievable. Unfucking it really is. It, like, any, it's the most underrated, like blue blood. Yeah. Any, any bozo that thinks there's not a blue blood in the final four. I don't know what else they got to do to prove to you that yeah. UConn's a blue blood. I get it. They had a couple tough years. But shit, we could say that about Carolina in the in the the you know in a certain era. Uh, the the dude after Dean Smith, I'm drawing a blank right now. Is it Daugherty? No, Daugherty. Daugherty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not Brad, not Brad Daugherty. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, all these schools. I mean, shit. Uh, UCLA went through that Steve Alford era. You can go on and on and on. UConn is certainly a blue blood. Uh, but you know, I will say. Get this shit out of here. All right. Because look, I get it, Yukon. All right. You made me look like a fool. <laughs> I'm diving back in, though. I'm diving back in. I was doing deep 
analysis here, going game by game, put them all on God's eye. I had every UConn game in the tournament on God's eye. And one thing stood out to me. They haven't played many good guards. They have not played many good guards. Like what's the weakness of Gonzaga? I feel like their guard play. What's the weakness of Arkansas? I feel like they don't have great guards. What's the weakness of uh, who did they play in the second round again? Second Mary's. round. Oh, St. Mary's actually has a couple guys, but, but still <laughs> they're, they're not athletic. They're not, ath- they're not like super athletic. You know, whose guards are super athletic Miami's. All right. I think Miami's guards can be a problem for them. And, and look at what UConn did when they did lose to teams in the big East. Normally they were teams with great guard play. I think Miami has that. Now uh, you, you Mac, you did say you brought up Norchad O'Meara. He does have to stay out of foul trouble because if he gets in foul trouble, I could see a situation where they do get their ass kicked. He stays out of foul trouble. Jordan Miller's going to keep shooting away. Jim Laranaga has the coaching advantage and the coaching experience. The Miami Hurricanes not only cover, they win it on the motherfucking money line. I cannot wait for this game. And I'm also on the over, just like Jacob said. I think there I think this is going to be a little more scoring than people think. So, what do you think about my guard angle here? Uh, Mac, I know you break down film left and right. Dude, I went through and I was I was watching that Arkansas game. They Dude, Arkansas. I mean, come on, dude. They, like, it was like they, they could barely get the ball up the court. And I, I don't know if it was UConn's defense or the fact that they just play like a bunch of fucking maniacs. You know what I mean? So, I I think Miami's got a shot in this. I really do. And I think the line even tells you seventy eight percent of the bets when I checked earlier today are on the UConn Huskies. Miami's gonna win this fucking thing. I feel like my our uh, UConn's been the public team though, like three straight games, like St. Mary's, Arkansas, Gonzaga. They were the public team in all those, and they just man, they they go on these runs where it's like ten zero run, fifteen zero run. Next thing you know, it's like a twenty zero run, and you're like, God damn, we were just down two, now we're down twenty two. I just think that their size and athleticism is going to wear them down. I think Arkansas actually has decent guards. I mean, they have a couple prospects, but I I, I know Miami's got has had a good run and Larinaga is a great coach, but last time Larinaga got to the final four, they got drilled by uh, Florida as well, no, so but they it, also were George Mason. All right. This, I mean, this ACC spread, hater just coming, coming the at spread them is similar. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. You guys are going to be wrong. The hurricanes are getting it done. And I'm sorry to my friend in the chat, uh, Dave, who's a, who's a Yukon diehard. Look, and I said I was buying in. I'm still not. I lied. All right. What did he, what did he in commando? What does he say? Uh, so, you know, Sully's like, I thought you said you'd kill me last. I lied. I, I lied. I lied. Miami's going to win here. Miami is I, I, like, the more I think about this matchup, the more I like the Miami Hurricanes in this game. The fact they did beat Houston and Texas, the way they beat Houston and Texas, Houston was a great rebounding team. Guess what? Miami's a terrible rebounding team. Guess what happened? Miami rebounded the ball better and beat the hell out of them. And I thought Larinaga did a great job making adjustments in all, really in almost all of the games. In almost all of the games they've played. Go back to go back to the uh, the Drake game. Like seven minutes left, six minutes left, he goes to that full court press. That thing ruined Drake's momentum. They were rattled from there. Miami got out of that game alive, even though I know we were on Drake, but, uh, but I mean, I I'm telling you, I think he has legit coaching advantage. 
And I think the whole world is taking Yukon here. I love the hurricanes here. Lock this thing up for me. Um, cannot wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. I'm locking yeah. Yukon. I'm locking oh, Yukon. Bring it Let's on. Go. Bring you it on. Yukon. Let's go. It's all about the U baby. The U. Let's go. Hey, Rick Pitino, Randy Bennett, the must bus, Mark few, and now Laranega. That's who Dan Hurley's beating or who, who he could beat after Saturday. I mean, that, those are some good coaches. Yeah, no, no. I mean, look, Dan Hurley's making me <laughs> eat shit one way or another. Even if he loses this game, he can definitely send me a fuck you Christmas card and, and I'd have <laughs> to eat it. You know what I mean? He made the final four. So uh, shout out to David. He goes, Mac, you're invited to the rent to catch a Yukon football game. I could stay home. Sorry, David. All right. Look, Jim Moore, baby. I live about 20 minutes from there. I'll see you at the game. There <laughs> you go. See, see, you see, that's what it is. It, it's a personal play for you because you've partied there and oh, for many and a time. See you guys. Emotions are too involved because you've partied. there, probably had great times. Uh, and then you have Mac who's in this ACC feud for like three months. And I get tagged in all this shit. You know what I mean? I get tagged in all this where they're like, Hey, Kobe, you uh, told you think about it. I didn't say that about the ACC. I mean, I said but certain things. Sucks. Yeah. I was talking about UConn when I mean, Okafor was still I mean, there. Yes. They have a final four <laughs> team. So does FAU in the conference USA. And so does San Diego State in the Mountain West. It doesn't mean you have a good league. Mm, it doesn't matter if Miami wins, uh, you're backing up just three months of anger. You're too you're, you're too <laughs> attached to this thing. Me, old Pick Dundee, back here on the fucking island. All right, we're sitting there having a cocktail, and I go, "Hey, all the money's on UConn. Larinaga's been beaten." And and look, you want to bring up you want to bring up the other side of things. Like Larinaga's beaten like some of the best teams. We thought you you said on this very show, Mac, that Texas could win the national championship. You were like pretty much sold on them in the after the Sweet 16. You're like, you know what, Texas is gonna win the national championship. Larinaga, not a problem. You go back a week before that, you're like, I think Houston's gonna win the national championship. Larinaga, not a problem. All right, they've been doing it left and right. Hurricanes upset I, with te- with Texas though. I mean, Dylan DeSue was averaging twenty eight and ten in in the NCAA tournament, and he didn't play that game. That was a huge. That was a huge piece that Texas missed on Sunday. You got an Sonogo excuse. For, you got an excuse for every fucking thing. All right, everything, yeah. buddy. I, look, I love you, but come on, Miami beat fucking Houston, dude. They are legit. They are. They should that be was here. Their, they played well that game. They beat Indiana. I thought Indiana was going to beat them. I thought Indiana was going to beat them. They they are a legit team. And look, the real when I another thing that when I dive into UConn, and, and sorry David, but when I dive into UConn, they do have a turncoat on their team, a true turncoat. And uh, you know, and Tristan Newton, who transferred from East Carolina, so you're definitely going to lose this game because. <laughs> And, and I will add in this because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time or you don't coach at East Carolina. You don't come to East Carolina. You don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. So if you go for it every time at East Carolina, but you leave, that does mean you have a weak heart, which means UConn's got a weak heart. And that is why the Miami hurricanes are going to win this thing. Let me ask you this, Jacob. 
Let's get to this. Let's get to this little, this little lock here. What game do you feel better about, Jacob? UConn, for sure. Mm. Yeah, not even, not even hesitation. Not because I'm a homer or anything like that. Uh, one thing that really has me concerned in this game is Miami's bench. Uh, they're like 322nd in the nation in bench points, um, and I think UConn's physicality is really gonna. Uh, make Miami pay. If they do get into foul trouble, that bench is not going to be able to help out. And that's where the blowout comes. I will say I'm a little scared of the Norchad O'Meara foul trouble thing. That is the one thing that I think can derail my, my upset call. Cause I am playing it on the money line and believe it or not, my lock is not San Diego state. It is the Miami hurricanes. I think the Miami hurricanes are going to get it done. I think they cover the five and a half. I'm on the money line. And I'm on the over Mac. I know you just said your lock is, is Yukon. Do you like that one better than the San Diego state angle? Yeah, I, I really do like Yukon. Um, I, I think they're significantly a better team. I, if I got to give out a dog, I will probably go Yukon and San Diego state parlayed. Ooh, both money lines. Ooh. Ooh. National championship, and I think San Diego State could <laughs> lot, give you some problems. <laughs> a lot of chalk in the air. Hey, um, <laughs> write it. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah. So wait, uh, let me ask you this then. I mean, I know we're gonna do our national championship show. Like we're gonna we're gonna have a show Saturday Saturday night or Sunday night talking previewing the national championship. But you're saying it's gonna be San Diego State UConn. Who wins that if that is the matchup, Mac? I think UConn barely beats them. I I think that's the way. Like UConn does not want to see San Diego State, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ask it's a you this, matchup. I'm gonna ask you the same question there. Uh, I'm gonna ask you the same question, Jacob. But hang on, I gotta get a spade. I want to tell you, we're brought to you by Sword Vitality. <laughs> Almost forgot to read this one. Be honest. <laughs> Sometimes you might, you know, you don't want to forget important things. You know what I mean? Like life's best with an erection, right? Let's be honest. All right. You know, an erection is a good thing. It's a good thing. And uh, you know, you should be proud of that and and you should take care of yourself. If, if that's not happened, you know, cause the, the reality is 40% of men are affected by impotence at the age of 40 and nearly 70% of men are affected at the age of 70. Jimmy Larinaga, what are you doing? Give me a call. All right. Uh, stop buying highly suspect pills and gas stations. Let's be honest. We've all been, we've all been pretty drunk before and bought a little horny goat weed at the gas day at the, at the Exxon. You know what I mean? Stir that thing up in your vodka Red Bull. You know what I mean? Done it before. Bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. All right. I'm just telling you it's bullshit. So uh, look, no more hiding that, uh, you know, that little blue pill in your sock drawer. Although I never did that one. Never did that one. Uh, not that I'm opposed to it, but uh, never did that one. Um, but come on, like you manscape, take care of your plumbing people. Take care. You know, sword vitality helps increase your blood flow in ways that helps you thrive as a man. You know, I mean, come on guys. If, if you're having a little issue, this is 2023. This isn't like fucking 1800 where you just, you know, hope that whiskey dick is going to work this time. You know what I mean? You just, this time you got options. All right. This is, this is what you do. Uh, look, because I hike, I watch football. I watch final fours. 
and I use sword vitality and I'm proud of it. People, you don't gotta, you don't gotta, you don't gotta have shame. You know what I mean? Increase your blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man in the bedroom. Uh, sword vitality can help you increase your stamina. Uh, you don't have to hide it. You can be proud of it. Like I said, come on, look, I guarantee you your significant other is going to love you for it. All right. They're going to love, love you for it. So unseat your sword. All right. With visit swordvitality.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a nice discount at, sh- at the checkout. That's swordvitality.com promo code SGPN. Uh, all right. We're back. <laughs> it's my transition. All right. Uh, we're back. And uh, here we are. Uh, I am curious um, what your national champion. I mean, so it sounds like you have San Diego state UConn as well. Uh, Jacob, who do you have winning the thing? Um, I like UConn in a close game. I think it'll be a low scoring final. I think San Diego state will really muck it up in that too. Um, and I, I honestly, I think that's going to be the the best game of the tournament just because of the two vastly styled difference of play between the two teams. Uh, but yeah, I do like UConn uh, to win the whole thing. UConn to win the whole thing. So I have Miami, San Diego state. Whew. And look, if that happens, I think the Miami Hurricanes are your national champion. Jimmy Larinaga walks off into the sunset. You know, you know, I mean, he's just he's already <laughs> in South Florida. He takes a little boat over to Cuba. We never hear from him again. All right, never hear from. I, I could see, I could see James Larinaga liking a little cocaine with his with his uh, rum and rum and cigar. I could just see it. I could see that. Could could you buy into James Larinaga, perhaps oh, being yeah. a uh, cocaine guy down there? I could totally see it. Totally see it. No just, doubt. He, yeah. he, he's a Cuban by default. Cause he's in the Miami uh, community. Let, let's talk about this out of the four remaining coaches. You got Dutcher, you got uh FAU guy. I'm drawing a blank on his name from Indiana. What, why, why am I drawing a blank on his name right now? Dusty may dusty may James Laranaga and, uh, and, and Hurley, who'd be the coolest, who'd be, who'd be the coolest to go have a few cocktails with not Dan Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> it's Larinaga. I'm, I'm just, I'm curious, Jacob, who would you go? Who would, if you had to pick, Hey, let me go have a couple of cocktails. Who do you think would be the best time? We got to go to Miami. Of course. I mean, just the environment and he's been down there for a while. So, you know, he's, he, he's, he's plugged he's, in. I, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I might go Dutcher. Dutcher's my number two. Dutcher's my two Dutcher, seed. D- yeah. D- yeah. But but you know Larinaga knows where all the strip clubs are. Bombs. Yeah, yeah. Larinaga oh, yeah. knows where all the strip clubs are. Dutcher's probably I could see him being like a whiskey guy. You know, be, be, being a little more than what you think. I think when it comes to May and Hurley, I think I mean, I think it's a blockbuster I mean, you, night. You got, well, just imagine you know, the like, kind of yeah. boosters you have in Miami. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you, you, get, yeah. you got. Du- Dutcher doing the fall away from the ladder every time they win a championship. I, he don't give a shit. He, yeah. he, he'll throw back some shots and have some whiskeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think this is uh, if we're setting odds, I would say like Larinaga is like minus three hundred for a good for like the best time. Dutcher would might be like a, a nice value play at like plus two hundred. Yeah. And uh, and and May May has uh, what's it called vibes? The old vice president. From Indiana, well, uh, uh, Trump's like Pence. yes, <laughs> but May's got a little Pence vibes to him. I mean, look, okay. I'm not saying he, I, that, that doesn't make you a bad person. I just I, I'm I'm a little uneasy when I see you do do an interview. I go, huh? I don't know, you know. But uh, either way, uh, those are our power rankings, and that's why you come to the college basketball experience, folks. I want you right now to get on over 
get on over and subscribe to the MLS gambling podcast and give Jacob rib a follow on Twitter at pick management. Jake, we really appreciate you. A all the great work you do, whether it's the MLS gambling, pod, whether it's MLB, you know, articles that you're doing college basketball articles that you're doing or uh, the MLS gambling podcast, make sure uh, next year you uh, reserve a couple dates to come back here and talk, talk college hoops with us, man. I am always available. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be here. Been a big fan for a long time. It's been uh, really a treat to be here. Uh, hope you guys had some good info. Make sure to uh, got some good info for me. I mean, uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter and TikTok at Pick Management. MLS Gambling Podcast just dropped on your favorite podcast player and YouTube uh, when I'm done here. And uh, yeah, good luck to everyone on the Final Four. There we go. And Yvette says, pick management better than load management. Amen. <laughs> facts, facts, uh, folks. Uh, we really appreciate you all year. And I know we still got, we still got a couple of episodes to do. And like I said, we're going to be, we're going to be going in the off season. All right. We're going to still be talking about coaching hires, uh, transfer portal, all this good stuff. Some of that might be max solo or with, or with some friends uh, because I am going to be in South America for a month. I'm pulling a I'm pulling a Laranega and going down to South America. You're not going to find, you're not going to find me anywhere. Go in go in airplane mode guys, go in airplane mode in South America. But uh, I want you guys to, I want to tell you how much I appreciate uh, how, how, what we've turned this chat into and this community to. It's been fantastic. It's been a lot of fun. I got my guy, Greg Kalish. Greg's Greg's a great guy. Known him for a while now over, over the years, David, uh, even though he hates me for taking a, you know, picking against UConn, I love you, David, and I appreciate you coming in here every night, Trevor. Everybody, uh, we really appreciate you, and uh, do us a favor and spread the word of the college basketball experience if you can. Uh, subscribe, uh, not just on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/thecollegeexperience, but also if you can subscribe, to, you know, anywhere podcasts are heard, we're there. All right, the college football experience as well, the college baseball experience as well. Yes, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also, I host the USFL gambling podcast, the XFL gambling podcast, and I'm um, on the sports gambling podcast as well. Check out all of those feeds. Mac has a bunch of great work. The NFL gambling podcast, the Ryan and Russ show, and he's going to have a third podcast coming soon that we will we'll talk about in a, in a few months here. But oh, make yeah. sure you give him a follow on Twitter at moneyline underscore Mac. We appreciate each and every one in the chat, even the one star ratings. I fucking love them. I'll be honest. I almost want to ask for one star ratings, but you know, <laughs> my problem is, is I'd probably get fired from my job. So please, five star ratings on iTunes with the occasional one star. I'd appreciate it. Uh, folks, uh, get the SGPN app in the App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, Saturday, watch the Final Four with us, not Nance. He's, he's in the old folks' home already. All right. Look. Uh, until then, and also Discord. Come talk sports with us in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. And I think, uh, you know, I think you'll dig it. Doesn't matter if it's the Baja 500 down there in Mexico. We got channels with sports knowledge, it's all there. You got to check it out. It's a lot of fun. All right, folks, until Saturday. Well, yeah, Saturday night reaction show. This is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Guzzle your liquor while I sip your heart. You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. This
pressure you on a dick to lie Piss you off, it goes Tits and bras, lips and jaws I use my common sense to see the bitch and all Good thing you got the market corner Kids and malls Grip the red carpet as you slip and fall off Another career spear, thanks for trying to block You get an A for effort and an F for shut the fuck up Here's a hint, put down the mic, you catch a glimpse And keep them eyes wide when you see me Mike's I sees them, so when you see him You got a good reason to look, catch a glimpse Cause I'm genuinely involved Beyond gathering names to build up my money list You decide friendships and pounds and suicide and bloody risk Come equipped or leave empty-handed They don't call me C's for nothing See the camera? Smile, click Here comes the picture You act like a child Manhood don't fit ya I'll break your whole style Down to a bumper sticker And never need a gun to lift ya Here's a hint Put down the mic and catch a glimpse And keep them eyes wide when you see me Mike's I sees them, so when you see him, you got a good reason to look, catch a glimpse. <laughs> 